Hi, I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> and we're I've been at first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When you accidentally trigger a hype train <laughs> at the beginning of your stream because your own subs to your own channel kick in. Yeah. When the owners hype up their own shit so much, which is just like hype train. It's just like, hell yeah, hype train. And then I accidentally like kept double clicking on the play and pause on the music. So I kept like, <laughs> as I'm trying to start this up. <laughs> I, I'm hyped. Air horn. DJ Khaled. Oh, wait. Sorry. No. Another Welcome in, everybody. It, uh, I, I, it's Tuesday. Okay. This does not feel like Tuesday. It no, feels it like it feel should like Tuesday. be Thursday. No. Um, and all of us at work were saying that, like, in my department, which is like, oh, my God, what the fuck is up with this Tuesday? Why can't it be Thursday? Like it feels like Thursday, but uh, yeah, fucking shit. It's, it's no, a this long is nuts. Week. I've actually even been off all this week so far, and it still feels long to me. Sweet. Are you off tomorrow? Because we can just bring Ronan over tomorrow, and you can chill with him all day because he's off of school. But I still gotta work. <laughs> Come over. You can if you want to. Honestly, no, like <laughs> I'll make it work. All that extra. All that extra time to drive him over there. Tomorrow's not my office day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, well, I'm not sure. around. Bye. I'll put him to work. I got yard work to be done. It's all right. <laughs> oh, Thursday. I'll do that. I'll tell Shannon. <laughs> Thursday, I'm back in. Like, oh, like I'm going to take him over to Jason's. Jason's going to put him into some slave. I mean, child. I mean, totally <laughs> consensual labor. <laughs> How would you say it like that? That sounds even worse. That sounds way worse. <laughs> it sounds worse, but on paper, it's better. <laughs> oh my god! Admit it. Oh my god! I don't like this. No, no, I'm not totally it. I legal. Hate, I hate all of this. Totally legal. Oh of a child. I don't. He just happens like, to be a child. Children, children are <laughs> not. The, the phrase, like for anything, you could be like, "Hey, you know what?" My job is consensual labor, and that's true. <laughs> it is consensual labor, but I fucking hate that phrasing. That is horrible. <laughs> like I just like that is just the worst. Like what I'm like, hearing, I, I, like I hate it so much. No, I, like I Jason hate it so like much. The word consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm hearing, Jason. Consent. Do we need to have if a discussion got... about consent Eric, here? Eric, Eric, it's about the implication. All, first, of all, first of all, if you have to work for it, it's not consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, hey, oh Daisy. my god! I hate, I hate it so much. I hate it so much that from now on, like, because one of my favorite things to say when I say is like, well, "How are you doing?" I say, oh, "Still alive," you know, just because it's like whatever, you know, bullshit. But if someone now says, How's work going? And I'm gonna say consensual from the time because it's just like, I'm like what? Oh my god! How's work been going? It's been going consensually. It's extremely consensual. Oh, I just, man. I, I can't. I don't even know. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so. Fucking I have much. all the level one emotes, by the way. I don't get to do a choo choo. Sucks <laughs> it for you. Sucks. 
<laughs> when you know that you've been on too many hype trains on Twitch that you own. I think I own all of them for every tier except for tier five. <laughs> Consensual, but with an awkward silence after. <laughs> yes. Yes, it has to Which, be. I mean, that's that's good. I, I can't wait for my grandma to be like, oh, Jason, how's that job he got you I going? Mean, <laughs> well, grandma, it's consensual. <laughs> and then and then she's gonna hear all she's gonna hear is the word sensual and she's gonna be like, I don't know. <laughs> I knew that internet was just sex workers. I don't know why she's southern, but that's what's happening right now. <laughs> to be fair, the internet is 75% sex workers. Uh the internet wouldn't exist without sex workers and porn. Yep. So mm-hmm. you're you're all welcome for the consensualness of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this pod- you're listening to this podcast consensually 100% thank god we, we don't hear rape over here I mean I mean god this is this is getting worse this is getting worse the longer it's, it's I talk getting, about it right? video game video game well, podcast so is what we do and to no, tie, no, tie the child podcast. labor the child labor into um, oh my god video games I Wait. did see like this brings up a meme I saw like this past week where's in 1920, they they like banned oh. like child labor in the mines. 2020, most probably gave them children Minecraft. They yearn for the mines. They do. The children yearn for the mines. They do. It's stone <laughs> stone cold facts. The children yearn for the mines. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was mm-hmm. some like 1920s businessman being like, "See, I told you we shouldn't have took them out of the mines. They like that shit." But here's the problem. They want it. If you go by the video games, you know what you know. What children also yearn for cockfighting. That's true too. If, wait, nope. so if it's if it's Pokemon, and the the Pokemon are obviously you know happy to be pets because of course, is this consensual cockfighting? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Children also yearn to be cut men, as we talked about previously <laughs> as well. And pusher men and murderers and everything yep. around the, the planet. So the corner, the job. corner guy, you know. Phil, the word consensual was originally founded by a shady lawyer who was paid under the table by the mafia. <laughs> now that's got to be Southern. I do say, I do say. I do declare. <laughs> Gotta get that big mouth movement going on. It was consensual. Yeah, that, that could be the case, yes. <laughs> I do declare consensuality. <laughs> I hate All this right. word so fucking I, I don't like this. Where we like <laughs> I, what, what did this even start with? The consensual child labor. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It started with so yes. doing yard work at your house. So, yes, Eric, to answer your question, I will put your, your child to work in my yard. <laughs> I love this. I love this. I've been binge-watching SVU. <laughs> consensual was going on the list with moist. <laughs> 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 I, I agree chat i agree it is it is up at that level right now in my opinion it is very close to that so <laughs> okay what are we drinking uh for me it's a hus night i have myself a uh a, a coffee kolsch 
like nice. yeah, see? Oh, that's nice. and also tropical nice. orange blossom nice i love the the orange have you tried the orange blossom in actual orange juice yet once it's yeah good. a yep. beer mosa man those they're, they're they're surprisingly good they're surprisingly good it's a little too much huh? uh sugar for nine o'clock at night for me <laughs> i'm like i, I yeah. don't I, I don't do sugar that late <laughs> and orange juice has a fuck ton of sugar in it <laughs> jason what do you got i got a uh homemade uh tequila and lime i guess you can say it is it is a lot of lime juice and tequila some soda water and then uh from dark sky i'm having a best friend brew Ooh. for my best friend. <gasps> oh, it is a hell's uh, uh, hell's Kolsch, and it's in a remembrance of a dead dog, which is sad. But the beer is really good, so I enjoy it very much. Picked it up as well for I uh, picked up multiple because I like it very much. Uh, for our excuse me, cat, excuse me. Uh, I picked it up for our face. But ain't get no space. Um, <laughs> for our, our special podcast, we're doing in like two weeks' time, where we're gonna. Oh have... yeah, like it's gonna oh, fucking yeah. make it there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I bought I bought two of these. Bought two with the idea of me being like, I'll just have the one. Oh my god, can you get your face out of my face <laughs> and my butt. Wait, what? <laughs> Consensual. What Jason means is that he's already on the second one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah, it's delicious. That's all. That's all. Oh my god! (laughs) And Chris is on his on his kick. He's he's staying sober, so we are good to go. Good job, Chris. Much longer than I. Much longer than I've lasted. (laughs) I I honestly I thought about it last weekend. I was like, I'm not gonna drink. Like I don't have a need to. And then Friday night rolled around. Kid went to bed, and I'm like. Fuck it, I need some, I need some bourbon. I'm like, yep, why this not? It's been a week. <laughs> yep. Just non-stop. I know that. Works. I know that feel, bro. I know that. You know feel. that feel, bro. Just like yeah, that dirty it, rock of uh, I'm just going. Yeah, just pouring it in. Yeah, and then this weekend it's just me and the kiddo. The wife is going out of town for work. So we, we're going to have a guy's weekend. It yeah. probably means that I'm going to have to follow him around in his world in Genshin for quite a while and help him out. The great thing is that I'm so, I'm so much higher of a level than him that if he needs any help, I just come in and I one shot bosses and then call it a day. I'm like, there you go, buddy. Use your But resume. they had limits to when you could, oh, he can't join yours, but you can join his. He can't join mine. Explaining that to him the other day, too, he's like, when can I come to your world? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two fun, years, bud? <laughs> quite a while. He's like, well, why can't I? And I'm like, okay, you know how, like, I come into your world and I just completely mess everybody up, like, instantaneously? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, now imagine you come into my world and all the enemies are just as strong as me. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and start on news, I guess. This is yeah, we got quite a bit. the shortest segue that we've uh, had in. Maybe. Or a segue or the shortest amount of news. Shortest news. Still got well, the, shor- the shortest yeah, segue into it, like... I feel I feel like we haven't primed it up enough. Like we haven't gone thirty minutes. We've only gone like twelve. <laughs> I mean, only it's because someone's not allowing to. We need it to be consensual for us to agree. We do. It, it has to be. It has to be consensual talk. Consensual. And we're not going to. Okay. Anyways, yeah. so um, 
All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so CD Projekt Red has announced that they have three main Witcher games for New Sage. Did you mean to put an S in there? Oh, Is it New Sage not. or New Age? <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I'm like, two spinoffs and a cyberpunk game game which is the one that i call bullshit for i'll see you guys in like 13 years yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna be we got time on all of this and that's fine i think if anything hopefully uh cd project red uh, oh, yeah. realizes their faux pause new with- saga mm. saga gotcha okay. not sage i'm like i'm like i'm like the e was age, a mistake i think <laughs> I mean, they've done such a great job of building up an amazing world. There's no reason oh, why and it should be able idea. to easily con- yep. yeah, and it shouldn't. They should be allowed to continue on outside of Geralt for Witcher, obviously. And yeah. you know, Geralt could easily be in there, but I mean, you have so much that you could do from this. You yeah. could do any other schools, and it'd be just as fun. You could do from the beginning. You could do it the divergence of the worlds. I mean, you could do. They could actually so make it here. like the books. Like they yeah. could follow you the could books do... if they wanted to, because the, yeah. the games don't follow the books. Well, I mean, the books are more or less just individual stories. So yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like they could follow. The yeah, books. they could. They could make yeah. something else. Like, well, like I said, I think they could do a good job of like being like prequels, kind of a dirty world by this meaning. But I mean, like pre-age, like it's just like, yeah. hey, here's like what it's like for them to create the witcherdom or whatever that it's called that that makes them get to that point of wanting to do it uh the series has uh uh, done an okay job of kind of uh alluding to what all the horribleness (laughs) that you that it is that got to us this point of both with the sorcerers and witches or witchers um the anime if you ever watched that movie that they did actually was really good on still need to watch that i haven't watched it's actually pretty decent on how they they Mm -hmm. go into the law of surprise and how yeah really it's kind of not fun for anybody um but end of the day i'm looking forward to it and the the big thing that they're saying is like the oh the big faux pas expect multiplayer if they do it well i think that you could have kind of fun with multiplayer because what i think would be really Mm -hmm. cool is if you had the witcher uh, the world and it's like your own big thing whatever you want to do you're still doing witcherness but then like if you wanted to do like raid bosses because there's so much things that you could do that Geralt was taking down by himself yeah. that really, honestly, at the end of the day, would probably require a whole band of like people a, to do. Witcher Monster Hunter. Yeah. Bingo. I, I mean, like, I don't and want I mean, they a did Witcher Monster the, Hunter. Right. I want to make that very clear. I don't want a Witcher Monster Hunter, but I'd like what? to have a Witcher that has Monster Hunter elements to it. Well, mm-hmm. and they did kind of like show off like the the camaraderie and whatnot of the Witchers in the newer season of the show. Where right. like like yeah. they they all got together and it's like imagine that it's like they all just get together and they or they send out a message and then it's like three people have to come over and do this one and then so you have different different uh different like groups or dungeons that you have to do multiplayer wise which would be fun Dude, it, the, the dynamics especially so they're procedural like, right right and the dynamics mm-hmm. all there because in the Witcher world it's just like even if you call in a buddy from your own school so you call someone over from like the cat or whatever and stuff like that and you're a member of the cat you can be like hey i'm gonna take on this giant monster you want to help me they're not gonna be like sure whatever you need they'll be like no pay me motherfucker and it's just like well i'm gonna get mm-hmm. like five grand for t- taking this thing out how much do you want well, I want three. Well, no, I want two. All right, well, give me two and, you know, a few potions mm-hmm. or whatever. That would be dope. If it was just like, hey, you come on into this thing, you yeah. can negotiate on someone actually helping you out or anything like that. If it could be trading, could be all that stuff like that. That'd be fun. I think that there's there's a whole lot that you can do here. It has me excited, but it also has me fearful for failure. Yeah, and then one of the games, they actually named the developer that's making it for them, which is a studio they kind of own, but... um 
And the two games I looked up that they've kind of made before were kind of survival type games. So I think third game is going to be kind of like that. Kind of more kind of survival based, which could possibly work. Yeah, that could work just fine. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that we talked about before as well is that the original author is finally like back on board. Um, I mean, I still haven't read anything as to whether like he renegotiated contracts and shit like that. I'm pretty certain that he did. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like back on board and he's helping out with all this stuff. Like they actually had him at WitcherCon. So like I'm excited for more content on that run. Uh, it's not that I'm not excited for cyberpunk content. It's that I'm not excited for the years upon years upon years that it takes to make the cyberpunk games. Yeah. That they Which, didn't anticipate on the-, the first time. The new Witcher saga of those three games, they said they're all going to come out within six years since the release of the first one within that new trilogy. Is what they're shooting for. <laughs> wait, 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 I love that. I love that. They're like, no, 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 okay, okay. So they're going to all be out within six years of the of the release of the first one, which comes out in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, I guess it helps that they're using Unreal Engine 5 now, so they're not kind of doing their own engine work that's true that does make things a lot easier for them yeah Uh, it's we've talked about before like you know you switch to an established engine there's tools already there for you it makes things a lot easier plus it's gonna look fucking sexy yeah and then you have engine problems you just go hey epic how do we do this we're having this issue you guys fix it and they are all about helping devs yep like no matter how big no matter how small and kind of the thing they were saying too is like they're building a lot of the groundwork up with this first game on there. And then, so it'd be a little bit easier going forward. So nice. We'll see. Yeah. You get a lot of the benefits to like the, inter- the mm-hmm. incremental updates from unreal five. Yeah. As they come along to make the, to make things look better. I, I get all the benefits and stuff like that, but you, you guys have been gaming for a long time too. And you know, you can always tell like that when you're playing a game, that's built on unreal or anything else that, uh, uh, uh what's the other one? Not unity. Unity. Um, no, it is Unity. Okay, uh, built yeah. on Unity or anything like that. You can tell, you know, just because you start seeing similarities. Like, obviously, none of the art is mm-hmm. exactly the same or anything like that. But a lot of the the the, the finesse that comes with building your own uh, um, your own platform, it, it, you can yeah. just you just it just feels different. And mm-hmm. so you can I can feel I can see the that. finishness. I can see that the the big difference though is that one five is still new. So like four, which was out for so fucking long. Like you could definitely see that uh, five's new. So we don't see as much of like five content on there. Uh, but two, five is supposed to be a lot more customizable so they like you can make your own set as opposed to like four and its predecessors. So we'll, I mean, we'll have to wait and see like because yeah. five's a completely new animal. Um, it's it can it's supposed to change everything when it comes to when it comes to video game development. So. I've I've still got like my fingers crossed that five's just gonna fucking break the mold and gonna like make it's gonna stick around for fucking ever ever air quotes uh, in order to do it. But you know what's not sticking around forever? Stadia. Stadia yep. is dead, everybody, uh, and they plan to refund everybody that purchased hardware and games by January of this coming year 2023 you know what's great about you know dissolving a platform and giving and being the big boy and being like hey you know what sorry our platform didn't fail we're gonna re- re- uh, refund everybody you know well when you only had like five sales to begin with it makes it pretty easy 
um but yeah there it, is it, it shocks nobody this shocks nobody yeah oh, yeah it's, it totally shocks well it, it shocked some people but so to go off of what jason said there is a guy that has six thousand hours in red dead redemption 2 online that he's like begging rockstar to make a transfer so that he can transfer uh, his save data oh, yeah. over um some some platforms have already or some developers have already said like yeah we we're working on it or we already have it we'll let you transfer over to like to pc or xbox or whatever it is for it but that one isn't fully set yet uh employees and developers were completely blindsided in which case i say one you should have been blindsided because companies like you don't just flat out tell people Mm -hmm. like that are working for you that this is happening that's just how business works two you shouldn't have been blindsided because did you not know that you work for google who spins up and kills projects on a fucking whim all the goddamn time yep i love that idea of that that meeting of just like all right everybody our project's dead uh we're no longer gonna have be employed by the end of the month but i do need you all to be in here on next friday to make sure that we're handing in all of our tps reports and getting our current sprints <laughs> done because that's very important still for this job that you now know is going to be ending in a few weeks like I, <laughs> who the fuck would show up nobody nobody well and the the timing on it, it was hilarious because the day before they announced it, they released a complete UI overhaul of Stadia that was supposed <laughs> to make it like a lot like easier to navigate through, include a lot of quality of life changes and improvements. And then the next they and they worked hard on that one too. And then the next day they're like, all right, we're closing up shop, everybody. Let's go. But I liken it to when uh, I worked at CompUSA and they were like closing down all the stores and they're like, well, we still need you to work and do the liquidation. And then they expected 110% during the liquidation. I'm like, man, I'm a manager and I don't even want to do it. You want me to go out there and like try and force these like 19 year old kids and 17 year old kids to do it. I'm like, there's no fucking way. You take the effort that you get. (laughs) What are you going to do? Fire me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, well, you won't get your severance. And I'm like, watch me. <laughs> I'm like, I am still getting work done. Like we are still working and we are talking to all these people. And you get all these liquidation assholes that come in and they're like, you guys need to do this. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't know anything no. about electronic sales. But yeah. Poor Stadia. We all saw the writing on the wall a long yeah. time ago. Day we one. called Which it even when one? they started it up. Day Which actually one. brings up something that I forgot to put on the news. Um, but Amazon's also killing off GameSpark. Which oh, is yeah, bad news right. for Killer Queen Black because it uses GameSpark to run its online well, services. They didn't. They aren't killing it off. They killed it off. Oh, that yeah. was what came out. Is that it? It and it discontinued on September 30th. So yeah. they'd been trying and trying and trying to to move it to a different one and no dice you want to know who's actually going to be sad about that and i didn't tell about that earlier today my son who when i walked down after changing after i got home from work to like heat up dinner and whatnot i like walk in and he pulled up killer queen black on the switch and i'm like i don't luckily amazon's gonna keep it going for them until november 30th so they can finish off like their gaming series but damn but it's like well game's dead we're gonna try to make it open source so maybe someone can bring it back to life somehow but 
As an indie studio, we just can't do it. Look at, you see, look at the, look at this bullshit though, right there. I mean, it's just like, all right, here we have a. It was a forty dollar game or thirty dollar game at release. Oh, it was a fifteen dollar game. That was twenty nine ninety nine. Whatever. Regardless, here we have maybe a fifteen dollar game. Maybe thirty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Here we have, here we have a game that's just like unbeknownst to the publishers, unbeknownst to the users or anything like that, that now loses eighty percent of its functionality, and it's just like there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing a goddamn thing yep. you can do about it, and that's that's mm-hmm. why. That's why my big fear for a lot of this stuff is just like if you're buying a game, like for me, it's just like buy digital, of course, if as you want. We're obviously big proponents of Game Pass and all that jazz like that. But you have to realize that you don't own the game. And so when I buy physical, it's just like I'm buying the game because I want to know that, you know, once the apocalypse happens and I do finally find a flat screen TV and a working PlayStation, that I'll be able to put in my disc of my favorite game that I've carried with me since the apocalypse for the last 10 years and sit down and play it. Right. And you can't that's becoming less and less of a possibility anymore. And it sucks. It sucks a lot. Because you never own these games then. Mm-hmm. Sucks donkey nuts. It's the same thing with shutting down uh, PlayStation 3 servers for games. The Wii U stuff, like anybody that has digital yep. Wii U library and whatnot. Like you have the console, but you can't play any of the digital stuff anymore. You can't access it. Um, and that's like that's one thing for like the the big console company to do that. That's one thing. So Sony, you know, Microsoft, Nintendo, them doing that because that's their main pieces and then they're like okay well we had it going for you know what was it uh generally the life cycle for those is like eight plus on them before they start like putting them out end of life spark isn't that old and yeah good point this is just a service that they were just like "Eh, we're just shutting it down like it's not even like an engine or something like that. They're like, we're just shutting the service down and yeah. fuck all the games that are connected to it for especially a game that is 100% online based. And it's like, you what can the fuck? Play, you can, you can play local. Be you can't play local. This is true, but you got to get eight people in your house. And I don't want to get eight people in my house. No, I don't like people that much. <laughs> no, I don't like people that much. So that's, <laughs> that's a hard, that, that's a hard no for me, dog. It's a hard no. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, well, uh, I guess, God, did this really happen this week? NVIDIA has finally announced the 4080 and 4090. Uh, Big boys, uh, giant powerhouses that do DLSS3, which they're the only ones that will do DLSS3. Um, Yep, because it relies on some new stuff that's on the new ones. Yeah, on the Ada Lovelace ones. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is also, in my opinion, one of the better things that they have done. The 40 series is out, but the 40 series does not have a 4060 and 4070 or anything like that. They're keeping the 30 series, and the 30 series now have dropped down in price, and then they're putting in the 4080 and the 4090 in as the top tier ones. Now, the thing that I don't quite understand is why everyone's bitching about the price of the 4090 when it's cheaper than the 3090 was at launch. Um, Because we're used to scalping. like. <laughs> but it's not even going to get scalped now. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funny part. The scalping's not going to be as big of an issue because Ethereum mining is dead. So, yeah. like, it... <sighs> It has so much, it has a much higher performance cap than what they previously had. Like the 3090 only had like an 11% performance boost over the 3080. 11% for twice the price. And then you also have to have a much mm-hmm. larger motherboard or a much larger power supply for it. Um, 
It, this has a huge substantial increase. Am I buying one? No. However, no. I don't understand why people are being such whiny bitches about it. It's a great fucking thing. Like technologically, it's awesome. And I really like that you can buy a 3060 now for 330, which sucks because yeah, I paid finally, 530. Right? I paid 530 for mine. But, <laughs> but, the, but you can buy a 3060 for 330 and you can buy 3080s for like 600 bucks. It's a, it's yeah. a win-win situation for everybody here. Like they, they did a good job of dropping everything down and I like it. Uh, I, I can't wait for it. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, Blizzard bumped up the Overwatch FPS cap to 600 because the 4090 was too beefy. That was for their demo, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because so they demoed like, it. It was like, uh, we need to raise this cap. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just like was like, redlining like it was just throttling <laughs> up at the top and they're like well can we go higher like well uh, yes like hang on okay okay what why it's still climbing <laughs> <laughs> and they're releasing a game called racer x as a, like a demo right isn't that what racer uh, x is chris i think so they showed it off like kind of the performance of like the new cards and stuff like that um they might be racing. I hope so. It looks awesome because it's basically just like RC cars racing around in like which would be dope. Super amazing fucking graphics. Yeah, it looks like pretty. this looks pretty. DL DLSS three does now not just rate like real time active ray tracing. It does path tracing too, which is awesome. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> like that is which is so the next amazing. level stuff. Yeah, that's it's so amazing. If you talk to people that do visual effects and stuff like that, like they used to have to move path tracing and ray tracing by hand and like go in and do each individual set. And now this just automatically uses AI to just do it way faster than anybody could and do it on the fly, which is awesome. Uh, great cards. Stop bitching about the prices, people. You want you want premium performance. You have to pay premium price. That's that's just how it is. Uh, okay. I mean, it's so powerful. It's you don't really need it for anything. It's just it should be its own computer. You want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw a solid state drive into the forty ninety and just call it a PC. Like that's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> you really should just throw some more uh, uh, v, some uh, GDR six X on there and just there's your solid state drive. It's just full well, VRAM. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, in surprising news, not surprising that it's happening, surprising that they were able to convince the country of Indonesia to, <laughs> to let them do this or, or Singapore, not Singapore, Singapore, not Indonesia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Skull and bones <laughs> is delayed again. <laughs> and I love that they say that it's complete. We just need extra time to polish it. We got to make this turd look as shiny as we can. At some point, just fucking stop. Just release it. It's <laughs> it's going to suck. I'm telling it's you. It's going to suck. There's, there's yeah. no like, I don't know what they're like. They're wasting more money on this. I don't like it had to be so bad. It had to be like releasing a game that just you like probably nobody ever actually play tested this game. And finally, some <laughs> motherfucker got to the end. It was just like, uh, the end just gives me like a blank screen and I fall through the world indefinitely. And they're like, fuck we can't that release was at least yeah, yeah that was a feature <laughs> you know you skull and bones because you fall to hell which is just the void hmm. deep no, isn't it davy jones locker 
Davy Jones. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. It's a it had to be something. Stunt it had part. to be something so bit breaking. It had to be because yeah. anything else it's, you could patch out. Like it's, it's just, just a dark like abyss, and all patch. I hear is slurping sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but even that, like the end, like that could be patched out. Like the the fact that they would sit there and be like, "Gold, if we, it's gold, if we do it right now, we can't fix that issue in thirty days." Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix that problem in thirty days? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, it's so fucking yep. humorous. It's it's just so fucking funny. Oh well. All right. Ryzen 7000 series processors <laughs> have been tested, everybody. Uh, and okay. I, They're so hot. I'm not so reading hot right now. I'm not reading this the way that you typed it up because this is the same buzz stuff that everybody else has been doing for it. What it what this means is that when running at full throttle for a very long period of time, it is perfect. Like it will run perfectly normal at 95 degrees Celsius, which isn't a problem with the manufacturing. That is a feat of engineering, in my opinion. Like everyone's like, everyone always spent, they're spinning it of like, it gets too hot and it gets so hot. The fact that it gets so hot and continues to run at peak performance is pretty fucking mind boggling in my opinion. Yeah, and AMD is like, hey, hey, it's fine. It's designed to work that way. It's... Because I guess it has like kind of variable rate, I guess, on the clock speed and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. it'll ramp up as long as it's not too hot, main thing, and then also it can get enough power. And so it's like, if, oh, it's running 95C, cool. We can we can keep going up to, oh, we're at 95C? Okay, that's where we're at. We're going to run steady clock speed, steady 95C. And that's 95 Celsius is hot. Yes. But that's a feat right there for it to be able to do that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and badmouth AMD because of this, because I consider that to be a technological feat for them to do it. I think they did a great job of being able to do that. And that speaks volumes to the actual processor itself. Because, I mean, I remember old back in the day that if you just misseated your uh, your your heat sink on top of the chip for an AMD processor that didn't have any heat spreaders or anything like that on there. You just misaligned it by just a tad. It fried instantly. (laughs) So (laughs) like kudos to AMD for finally like getting to that, to that realm where it's perfectly fine. And I mean, we saw that in the 5,000 series because they were running warm and like standard running temps that people were seeing even with liquid cooling was like 75 degrees or higher. And they ran perfectly fine without any issues or anything like that. It's just alarming yeah. to see because you're not yeah, used you're like, to it. Uh, did I misseed it? No, no, no. That's how it's supposed to run. Uh, okay, this next one, I'm going to read exactly how Chris wrote it. Intel Raptor Lake competitive with 7,000 series in price, performance, and shockingly power draw. And that's the big one is... And it's uh, more of a knock on AMD at this point then, because Mm -hmm. the AMD processors, in order to compete with performance with Intel, then had to crank up the power draw on the the 7900 and the 7950s. So they'd been like, one of the big things about the 5000 series was that they ran like a third of the power draw of all the Intels, sometimes more than that. And now, in order to get up to the performance of the 13, the 13 series ones, 
you just have to keep going up and up and up. But again, at least they can handle the power that's going into it. Yeah. But I am glad, as we talked about in the last one, <laughs> that Intel decided not to raise their prices back up again because of the price <laughs> points that AMD put theirs in at. Because <laughs> that would have just been stupid. They would have yeah. continued on, and they're just and it would have been the same story that we've seen from Intel with AMD for years of where they're more expensive than AMD processors. AMD processors are pretty much just as, as good performance-wise as them. And Intel just didn't give a fuck. Finally, they've realized that they have lost a shit ton of market share yeah. and are taking AMD seriously now and taking consumers seriously, which is good. Uh, let's see here. What next? Um, okay. Uh, oh, uh, I guess we should have done this one back when we were talking about the 4090s. So they also announced, NVIDIA also announced RTX Remix which allows you to remaster old games with ray tracing and a AI unpre uh, unpressed, uncompressed textures. <laughs> uprest, uprest. Oh, uprest textures. Like trying to read Chris's <laughs> typing here. Uh, all in- It's better than my handwriting. In Omniverse. So you can mod away much. as much as you want. Uh, and they showed <laughs> off Morrowind uh, and then a new portal with ray tracing. And like portal yeah. looked pretty back in the day. And now you look at it, it's like, it's mildly potato. It's <laughs> It looks pretty with ray tracing turned mm -hmm. on. Like all the glossy textures and the lighting and everything for yeah. it. It's amazing. And they didn't have to, they like, especially with Morrowind, they didn't remake anything. They just added they just added it in and ran it through a RTX Remix, which is cool. But is Remix available? Remix is only available for 40 series, right, Chris? Um, no, so Remix is gonna be through the Omniverse. So then you can collaborate through like Omniverse with other people and stuff like that as you're kind of working. So you can get, okay, let's remix this kind of section or whatever. It, we can take these models and then we can go also, cause it'll also take models that you might not have like stuff for anymore and kind of try to recreate and put it into a standardized format that you can now kind of modify or add things so you can actually add stuff to the game too or your mod or coming stuff because like as you kind of say oh it just makes boxes appear out of nowhere which was kind of something they added in tomorrow and was hey we can add in not of this box we can up res this kind of stuff um can convert some things like because ray tracing now has to deal with the kind of materials and stuff like that so it's like okay someday i can kind of figure out hey this looks like it should be this kind of material and have these kind of properties and then you can go and edit that through Omniverse and kind of test, make sure everything kind of works. And so kind of bring some of these old games that you can't really do a lot with or very easily. Some like DirectX 8, DirectX 9 games and bring them up to current systems and remasters fairly a lot easier than it has been in the past. Awesome. Okay. Uh, next, very recently... A record was broken, everybody. It was a record that we never thought would be broken because bad. there's no fucking way that anybody could do it as bad as it was before. And we thought there was a chance that Skull and Bones could have been one of these, but Skull and Bones is coming out. Skull and Bones has not broken this record. But Beyond Good and Evil 2 has officially <laughs> broken Duke Nukem Forever's record for longest game development time. This game has been in development for so fucking long. I'm fine with it. The 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 preview, the trailer that they showed, whatever you want to call it. Forever uh, ago? Back at, yeah, mm -hmm. back in 2016, 2017, you know, whatever. 
I absolutely hated because uh, uh, um, Beyond Good and Evil, the original one, it was one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I actually bought that game, physical copies, at least five or six times because I bought it on uh, PlayStation, Xbox, uh, uh, GameCube at the time, PC. I bought it pretty much every single way I possibly could. Jason I was like Skyrim. <laughs> I loved playing it. Yeah, I, I wanted to play it. And, you know, any chance I could play it on my new hotness, why not? You know, because let's see what changes and improvements we made. I mean, that's how old this game is, too. It's just like you didn't get regular, like, downloaded updates. So when they released it on a new console, it was just like, oh, what did they change from when they released it originally, you know, type thing. So um, the music was just fantastic. I think it was actually one of the first uh, uh, video game soundtracks even like was full on like, I know who these people are that made this music. So it was really good. Um, and what they released in that re- uh, preview trailer was just like, this isn't the world and, the, and what I care about this this entire thing. So Knowing that they're probably having to start from scratch a few times here, I'm fine with it. I don't care. Ubisoft has already proven that, you know, their future is just making shovelware anyway. So I'm not too concerned about anything else because I think it's not going to be a quality game. So I'm just like going like, hey, you know what? It's going the same way of Duke Nukem forever. You know what Duke Nukem forever was? Dog shit. So not concerned. Not concerned. (laughs) Not holding my breath at all. I will say when I saw this headline pop up, I was like, man, I didn't think I'd hear that name again, Duke Nukem Forever. But here we are. <laughs> we are. We're beyond talking good and about, evil. Talking about Duke Nukem Forever. I actually honestly played it, played it. And many times I've forgotten that this game is in development because it's been in development for so fucking long and we've yeah. had radio silence for so fucking. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, All right. Uh, act. Oh, God. In your fuck Activision news for the podcast, which I think we've gone a couple episodes, maybe without having to do one of these segments. <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. A report has come out from uh, from labor analyzers that Activision Blizzard has had withheld raises from people as retaliation for unionization in their company, which is big problem for them as well uh which goes to the uh, additional pieces that the eu has gone like deeper into the looks of this microsoft acquisition and they're really delving hard into it and sony has even uh has it has come out that sony did meet with them early in september to voice their concerns and and talk about why they don't think that this should be allowed to go through so I, I do like one of the things is like you could pay off the U.S. government. We've seen it happen many times. I'm pretty certain that Microsoft and their lobbyists can do that. It's very hard to pay off the EU, though, for this shit. <laughs> like it's extremely hard to pay them off. So I don't know if this is actually going to happen. Yeah. Supposedly they have until the end of the month now to to uh, to weigh their judgment on this. So we should be hearing something by the end of October, it looks like for fingers crossed that we hear something because I'm just getting kind of sick of talking about whether or not it's going to happen now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, let's see here next. Uh, FIFA 2023 has crossplay now between the same generation systems for the first time in like forever, right? If ever. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of it having crossplay before this. Because this includes so, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Yes. But so the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S can play each other. And then the Xbox One and PS4 can play each other. 
was and hey. I mean kind of some of the reason behind that is it's got the new like hyper motion two technology or whatever on the new gen systems and not on the older ones so it's basically two different versions of the game so you can't really when that's how it was when they had like when they had uh fifa came out on the ps4 and the xbox and then they had like this version that didn't have frostbite that came out on the switch because the switch couldn't handle frostbite (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) it's not surprising that and that's nothing new like they've done that before in the past especially with madden with fifa with all of those so that portion's not surprising at all but the fact that they're allowing cross play between uh between xbox pc and playstation is going to be big i mean yeah. i don't play fifa but i know a lot of people do yep. so and so that's a big thing oh now i can play with my friend from the different system friends no one like those hooligans <laughs> in man in west ham <laughs> you know, ludicrous display last night <laughs> all right <laughs> we them track the boys so as we've talked about, uh, Genshin's two-year anniversary has come up. It's come and gone. It's still in, in like, like the actual anniversary is happening right now. But the, the anniversary date, boom, came, gone, everything, which brought out some numbers. And the biggest number that stands out is that Genshin as a whole has made $3.7 billion in its first two years from just mobile oh, i was gonna say that's slowing down that's way worse I'm like, oh oh shit no. yeah oh shit just <laughs> mobile that doesn't include playstation sales <laughs> oh and i don't God. even know if that includes uh pc sales direct through mihoyo as well because they do have the ability like when you're playing on pc you can top up directly through their store which is it's just a astonishing how much fucking money this game has made (laughs) they and they still like they've had like multiple crossover like events over in china with uh like what they did with kfc before and every one of them has had to get shut down like within a couple of hours because there's just too many people at the stores (laughs) it's 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 astonishing it is it's really crazy um and it's i I don't know they've done such a good job with a lot of the stuff that it's not surprising to say the least that that people are still playing this game i mean i i still play it all the time jason has recently gotten sucked back in again yeah i'm back into it too which you know has its plus and minuses and i get it like they made a quality game, but they're still having the same problem maybe after two years where end game content is very lacking and new game player base is hard to create. So getting those new people to come in that are going to substantiate the end players because the end players will dwindle. It's just going to happen. And they've already talked about making this a 10 year game. Here we are in year two. And it's already, already kind of like, like, I don't know how I feel about already playing this game of murder lollies at 50 but you know i'm willing to do it if they can keep me entertained and that's that's what we're talking about right now right <laughs> thankfully it's a 10-year game i won't be 50 by the time that by the time that this that like they hit their stride on this um they have actually done some uh, question and answers uh with the community and they were asking about end game content and right now uh, their stance is that this that the spiral abyss is the is the current and only end game content that they are that they're putting out for like hardcore players. 
Um, they've tried a few different ones and there's a lot of talk on the Reddit, like on the subreddits for it and everything uh, about like how they've tried different things. And one of the people, one of the people brought up a very valid point. Uh, everyone was complaining about end game content and they said, we want more end game content. Like you need to make that. And then, then their complaint was there's not enough rewards for this end game content. It's not worth it for me to do it. And they're like, well, what do you want? Do you want to do stuff for rewards or do you want end game content? Like you need to, you need to pick and choose your battles. Um, but I will say though, that, uh, probably the, the big thing that keeps me going in the lulls when like I've done everything is multiplayer. Like if I, if I've gotten to a point where I'm, you know, not like, I don't have anything to do for a while getting on and playing with people that are lower levels and helping them out for me is really, really good. Like it's fun, but I don't understand the people that complain about, and they keep saying that there's too much for like new players to get started on. If I was a new player hopping into this game, I'd be fucking ecstatic because you have so much content to get through that you have like nothing, like everything in front of you to do. But that's not what you've got. That's not what's being advertised. Mm -hmm. So if you're finally jumping in the new stuff, you're looking, you're looking at the stuff that's being advertised. You're just like, mm-hmm. cool. Oh man, this stuff looks so dope. All right. Well, um, I hope you'll enjoy it in two years. Like, it's just like, yeah. well, that's, I don't uh, like, so, I mean, I know that they're talking about like making a uh, time based feature events, like be repeatable or like, you know, triggerable at, at like times, not like based on active uh, living time. Because yeah. I mean, I think back and it's just like, there's tons of like mini games that I've played throughout the years. There's like that was actually a lot of fun. Like they had mm-hmm. like a few of like the tower defense ones or the um roguelite one that they even had, or oh geez, even stupid ones like the one where you're planting plants in a certain way. Uh um just silly stuff is just like if you were playing as a new player and you're getting these zones, you just have no idea that that ever went down. And it's just it's the like, first, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first theater mechanicus, the the tower defense that they put in, I enjoyed the shit out of that. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much the second time because they made a, a bunch of tweaks to it and it wasn't as fun. But that first one was fun as hell. Like I enjoyed that one so much. And they have, they've done a lot of those. The big thing and the one that like when people have complained about this, I've gone, yeah, you have a point is content that just disappears completely and mm-hmm. we're not talking like the we're not talking like the theater mechanicus and stuff like that we're talking about like actual content and backstory so one of the things that i think we talked about over the summer though is like the the Immernoctan stuff that you had with the golden apple archipelago this year there's so much backstory for kazuha and for official that you're never going to get again because it's it's gate it was time gated it was same, for a same thing month with last year with Klee. Yeah, yeah, same thing with Klee like two years ago or whatever. It's just like yep. you just you don't get to do mm-hmm. that now. And it's just like, yep. oh okay. Okay. Yeah, they I do hope though that they start doing making more global things happening. Because right now it's like you keep following around the Fatui, basically. Like you're following the Fatui, but, and it's like the Fatui never actually leave Leeway. They never actually leave Inazuma. They never leave Mondstadt, but they just, there's no stories going on with them. And they really need to start like intermixing more stories now into the past, into the past countries during the launches of these to remind you and make you go back and remind you that there's still like a, an ever growing threat in all of those countries. But 
we'll have to wait and see how they go along with their story building on it um the new care like the new five star i just i, I look at him and i'm like yeah it's polearm razor in my opinion he's not like a I, there's not like a super need for me to get him i already have a great polearm like uh electro player i don't really need a new version of razor but um they have done some other things so like uh candace their new character candace is like one of the very first like actual physical tanks that they have in the game that functions more like a tank than beto does uh or like more like a traditional rpg tank she absorbs all the all the damage and then repels it the same way that beto does but then she also heals herself and and does buffs to the party and everything like that too which is really good yeah but did you play her did you play the the trial with her yeah once you get once you get down to like her stuff she's actually kind of fun She's you gotta figure you gotta now. figure out her stuff but tanking well, wait, wait, is all playing... tanking can be boring though and some you're people right. really like it some people don't you're right tanking can be boring and i could see that if you were like playing raids all the time that's where she would be like holy shit thank god she's here type thing because yeah if you're playing multiplayer like i could see that being a lot of fun but what i don't see is taking her into the um spiral abyss no no fucking way it's just like, like she would do so, well but that time that like time cap that you have on the spiral no in order to get be, like it, your stars be, no fucking way that's pointless happening. waste pointless waste to to yeah. raise her anyway anyway this is but not every character is made for spiral yep. abyss <laughs> like that's that's the thing they're not all made for spiral abyss and you know some of them are just made for exploring the the overworld either way moving on yep hell okay i feel like this needs a little prefacing for it uh, okay, so the developers for Hellblade uh, released a oh. uh, or like some information came out that they had AI developed audio placeholders in tests, just testing things out and whatnot. So much so that they had to come out and specifically say that they are not using AI voices to replace voice actors, just placeholders, because the internet was the internet and. Yep. A, saw one thing didn't read into things didn't you know use their fucking brains and just oh, they're using like this AI voice acting tech they're they're replacing voice actors that's but then you can't get like all the, the emotion no we're just just like placeholders as we kind of figure out how the story goes and how things are kind of working out and then we're gonna go through and do the actual voice acting i mean one could be said the same thing for uh, beyond blue when we were doing it oh they're just doing their own voice acting instead of getting sag sag uh, affiliated mm -hmm. actors to do it and cutting costs on it no they just did that as like they needed to get shit done for e3 and stuff. yeah it was, it was like <laughs> the developer's daughter and him it was, like, yeah it was someone's like, daughter or wife and yeah. the no, ceo I think it was, of the was company his, it was the ceo and his sister i think that's it. Something it was, like that. It was the yeah. sister, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the, just, yeah, it was the obviously CEO. not voice actors. It's like, <laughs> oh, I am, I am so surprised. It's like, oh, are you? <laughs> are you? I could not tell. <laughs> I feel very sad about this. Oh, oh. I, get I am it. also sad about oh, this. You oh, sound no. devastated. The poor whales. Can the someone shark? save them? The, the shark. No, I got this. The shark. There it is. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed that's it. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, people, stop just like like getting like one little tidbit and then blowing up on things. Internet. Actually, use your internet, brains. Bro. I know. I'm trying to tell the internet this. Internet, please, <laughs> please, internet, stop. please, just stop. Just stop. 
go go get some therapy talk through your problems you know they'll they'll help you out with that they'll help you with these anger management issues that you're having internet no you're 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 not getting help but having the internet talk through their anger management issues with therapists is much easier than telling the internet to get laid. Just saying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jason has no rebuttal. Though. He's like, no, nah, it's, it's about right. <laughs> my cat knocked something off my desk. And so I got distracted. But <laughs> in the day, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. They, they, right. they just got to find that consensual aspect to it. Consensual. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Sony has come out and said that their games, so first-party Sony games, will not hit PC until a year after release. So they're expanding on, and they're, they are definitely going to be moving more into the PC base, but they will not be releasing first-party games until a year after release on PlayStation unless it's a live service game. So yep. if they make an MMO or a MOBA or something like that, or a battle royale, then they will put it out on PC. But they're yep. they're not interested in like making Ragnarok available on PC day one, which makes sense because they want to sell a console too. <laughs> like it might come, but it's gonna be at least a year. Yeah, yeah, at least because that's fine. not a guarantee that it will be a year yes. after. That's at least a year. I mean, fine. At, hey, least. at least at least here they are saying like, hey, it's going to happen rather than the last 20 years of being like, fuck off. It's never going to happen. So mm-hmm. when when, in my opinion, if yeah. you're down for and- that, I mean, I'm always I always like the idea of uh, being able to play the game as what it's fully optimized for and having fun. And then being able to get the game again on PC and now playing it, like obviously at a later date, probably have a better spec uh, computer or anything like that, and maybe blowing it out a little bit more so it feels fresh. I like that a lot. What I'm not a big fan of is paying $70 for each of those experiences. Yes. I won't yes. do that. <laughs> but I won't do that. Do that. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, no. I think they're expected to make, uh, I think it was $300 million this year off of PC. Which is I mean, that's a good what, chunk of change. That that would change one my or two mind titles that came out this year. Yeah, it was Spider Man and God of War. Days Gone came out at the beginning of the year. Oh, God God of War. That's right. Well, Horizon and Days Gone came out previously, so this year that's true. Yeah. It's Spider Man and God and God yeah. of War. So that's right. That's right. I mean, hey, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. This one came out of nowhere. And oh, yeah. I was actually surprised by it. Fandom now owns Giant Bomb, GameSpot, Metacritic, and a bunch of other websites. So Fandom, <laughs> no, right? which is, it's it's a pretty uh, version of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the best it's, way to describe it. What sucks, though, pretty is that they're Wikipedia. Fandom. No, oh, but it's so, like, even, like, I like the amount of ads that are on Fandom pages. Like, even if you have uh, UB Block, uh ad blocker all the things there's still so much bullshit on these websites and the idea that that's going to now be the norm across quite honestly a large spectrum of very popular websites i am not excited about when was the last time you used GameSpot? but yeah okay fair enough GameSpot had a fuck ton of ads all over <laughs> it too same thing with giant bomb giant bomb I, I at one point i stopped looking at them because it was just too many like i there most there's game, ad blocking most... on my phone but mm-hmm. man like I had to most stop game at websites, one point. Most game websites I, I, I don't even bother with anymore unless yeah, it's like it's just, someone it's small like us where I'm just like, okay, 
this is a real article because the second is just like hey click the next screen to read more or you know screen scroll and then full page ad scroll 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 okay it's gone now full page ads oh like, yeah i'm <laughs> done and the second i hear any noise come from your website i'm sorry this isn't 2002 myspace i'm hitting that back button immediately like it's just like what who's making money off of this shit it just boggles my mind i just i'm so done with it like it, it is like the next big cancel culture is going to be along with uh uh internet and how we regulate that kind of stuff because like i i'm ready to cut the cord if it weren't for like services that don't require ads if i was getting ads all the time and listening or even talking on this podcast i'd be like fuck off I'm done. I'm going to go be a hill person. And, you know, <laughs> I only want my ads to be streamed to me via Pornhub. Thank you very much. <laughs> and even Pornhub doesn't do a whole lot of ads to you. Yeah, that's even what's even crazier. It's just like Pornhub's just like, hey, you know what? There's some porn ads. You should expect it. But it's like, no, there's all your stuff. It's crazy yeah. to think about that, of like commenting that a porn site is better at ad management than these fucking games it's a complete 180 and i think i think that's the best part about pornhub is they queue up like a 30 second ad but then you can skip it after like eight seconds (laughs) it's like yeah whatever it's fine (laughs) you watched it enough you're good We all know what you're here for. <laughs> yeah, it's we not... know what you're here for. <laughs> Ain't no one got time for ads. If you don't want to see this ad for porn, before your porn. <laughs> but it, it's always it's always this the, is just uh, a warm up. Yeah, it's always the <laughs> like play this game that'll make you come in thirty seconds. Shit, just <laughs> <was> like what? <laughs> Consensual ads. Consensual ads. Yes. Consensual ads. <laughs> <laughs> my god is, it, is oh. that the podcast name consensual it's, ads it's just consensual it's, it's consensual. just consensual yeah it's just consensual just consensual, ads consensual. podcast consensual podcast it's the implication it's the implication speaking of non-consensual the internet has gone up in arms over mario's sweet virgin ass because apparently it's too flat in the new movie I, I like poster <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why this is news. I was. Uh, uh, I was. Mom booty. Oh my! I was traveling this week, this weekend, or for the past couple of days, and uh, um, a news like finance website or news show was on, uh, and I was watching a little bit of it, and they went into on how like, oh, Kim Kardashian's gonna have to spend, you know, pay one point two million in fines for an Ethereum like. Uh, thing that she did that was not true and i'm just like this is a financial like like supposedly like realistic financial like program that we're watching right now one point two million dollars is nothing like 1.2 million dollars in finance is bullshit you find that underneath the rug no one gives a fuck about it especially with the the kardashians and it's just like mm-hmm. here's the real ad this is the ad what she was paid back by ethereum wasn't the ad what she's being fined for isn't the ad it's having fucking bloomberg or whatever it was talk about it on the fucking financial website of a uh, uh, media outlet that's what everyone was paid for and bloomberg's probably in on it too getting paid off just to pay for that because any other thing that they talk about 1.2 million dollars would be like oh that's a weekend it's tuesday who gives mm-hmm. a shit but for a reason that she had to be news and they talked about it for episode. a while i was just like fuck off god it's just like i'm so pissed all the time of being advertised to and and lied it's just like there's no reason for this to be talked about period pisses me off sorry so fox (laughs) pulled 
<laughs> I love that we're talking about Mario's ass and Jason starts talking about Kim Kardashian's ass. Oh, because it's the same thing. It's just like, this is such <laughs> stupid crap. Like, who gives a shit? I don't it's understand more... why this is important. Well, what we're more talking about is uh, the internet apparently, again, needs to talk to their therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone, everyone get like a get a subscription to your virtual therapist of choice and discuss why Mario not having a massive badonkadonk hurts you emotionally. We recommend Mindspace. Download now for a free trial of Mindspace. No, I'm just fucking kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> I have no, I don't even know any of the like virtual, like, like therapy ones or anything like that. I, I think, know they're I out think, there. I, I think it's just like names. a game one. I don't know what, I just thought of the first one I could think of. For the lols, <laughs> for the lols in Mario's And then make sure you pay mass. for it with mm-hmm. your, with your, uh, your meta or whatever debit card. I Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. I, no, I Bitcoin. I Bitcoin. I Bitcoin. We haven't made it. I Bitcoin. Mana. No. Mana. Mana. That's it. It was mana, not meta. And uh, Jason, now yeah. that Ethereum no longer is uh, is now stake of claim, we need to make iBiffcoin so that then there's that's the new mining. I don't want to contribute to mining. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. You can only <laughs> mine it in Minecraft. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, no, that's not allowed. <laughs> They won't I don't know why that. that. I don't know why that game doesn't exist yet. Where it's just like, hey, you mine real shit, you know. I mean, like the fucking auction houses and WoW existed. And those in that essence the same thing. Final Fantasy Eleven. Final Fantasy Eleven. Those ones too. Yeah. Too. Hey. Final Fantasy Fourteen hey, as well. One thousand yep. uh, wicker baskets that you could buy for three pennies. How long does it take you to make a wicker basket? About five minutes. And you spent. You got a thousand of them together, and you're selling them for three cents. It's, it's a living. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. For them, that no, was all not. the experience. So they had to make. They had to get the experience points for making all the wicker baskets, and then right. they're like, "Well, I gotta do something with them, and I gotta. I can't just give them away for free because then the wicker basket economy will go to shit. I gotta yeah. make at least some money off of these wicker <laughs> baskets." <laughs> but it's it is hilarious though that uh, because the economy on like some of those RPing servers for Final Fantasy fourteen. Like shit is fucking expensive. And then when they finally opened up the ability to travel to different worlds, like that was that became then the new norm is like, okay, everything's really expensive here. So let's go buy the same thing in Mexico. Like like you know, it's it's like Final Fantasy fourteen equivalent of Mexico, which is a different server. You go there and you're paying like pennies on the dollar for the exact same thing, and then you bring it across the border into your server, your little country, back to America, and then you're doing it. Like it's actual global e- economics, <laughs> and it's hilarious. I remember playing? I remember playing Drug Wars on my uh, TI eighty three. Yeah, I remember. It was great. I learned those <laughs> lessons. Great. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris, you you guys are gonna have to talk about this, right, Jason? I, I that wasn't me. Oh, uh, Chris, what? Or Overwatch? Jason, what's what's Overwatch? <laughs> Overwatch, <laughs> Overwatch is. This wouldn't be my spelling, but this wasn't me. <laughs> Overwatch is the same game that has Edge One us uh, going through. Edge One us. Edge One us. Edge One us and Overwatch. Um, Cyberpunk Edge One us. Overwatch 2, I'm just kind of like... Overwatch 2 crossover, Jason. <laughs> Goddamn. Cutscene's going to be a mess this month. It's going to be a mess. 
<laughs> for those of you that don't know, for cutscene, we are watching Cyberpunk Edge Oneas, uh, and we have decided that every time that we say Edge Oneas on on the on the podcast, we have to say Edge Oneas. In life, Eric, looking for the podcast, Edge Oneas is the name. Edge Oneas. From now on, Edge-one-us. it is, is the rule of the world. Anyway, check out we all, all the podcast. We all had like giggles. <laughs> we all had like the mad giggles for the last oh, like God. four or five minutes of that podcast. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. Anyway, um, anyways, Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch yeah, 2. Overwatch. <laughs> uh, I'm just really surprised on how they're handling this. Now, they went to free-to-play, uh, 100% yep. economy for mm-hmm. Overwatch 2 and stuff like that. And uh, obviously, just for the idea of your battle pass and all your bullshit that you can do. I mean, they got in such heat for it last year. Uh, if you remember, Overwatch was one of the first like titles to really get a lot of pushback on loot boxes. And on how it, like, there was the, like, honestly, the straw that broke the camel's back of making it, like, is it legalized gambling in a way for, like, people to take money and all that stuff like that. And they didn't used mm-hmm. to publish size your odds and all that stuff like that so we owe a lot of like clarity to overwatch being so shitty in the past right well now, and it's uh it's thanks a lot to japan for requiring those right like it because mm-hmm. they required like they actually passed a law that made that made it so you had to put the odds in there like that right. thank you japan for that <laughs> right and well, because Overwatch was one of the big ones because all these people were spending that oh no for, it wasn't it oh, wasn't yeah. even overwatch when the Overwatch you know, was one of the big ones you know that broke was. the camel's back. It was it was it was Gasha games on mobile, like Dokken Battle, uh Faint Grand Order, like all those games, because they spend millions and billions right, of dollars but, on that. Right. But they they had already been putting those in a lot of aspects for mobile, obviously. Overwatch was the yeah. first one that got super global. Yeah. Like it was everywhere. It's the first time that a lot of people even heard of it as being a problem. And it was just like, oh my God, there are whales. Like the term whale really, really, really became very popular from Overwatch. Like that's when a lot of people heard it for the first time. It's just like, you mean you're spending hundreds of dollars a week on this game that you're barely playing just to try to get a special skin for a character you don't even like? That makes no sense. Like but seriously, people. Do it. people. <laughs> Like people, but I need even it. even in even in Genshin, you know, it's just like you can see it all. You're spending so much money. It's just like stop it, get help, get that psychotherapist that we were talking about all over the place. Yes, mm-hmm. they, anyway, if you're spending that much money in Genshin, you you need to also talk to stop. your online therapist. Stop it. <laughs> um, I, I, it's just the process of what they've been going through. They've been going through mad amount of problems. I mean, today was release day for it to be out. They're under massive DDoS attack. Uh, just because people are so upset. They moved everything to a free-to-play mobile uh, uh, style, shut down pretty much Overwatch 1, and for you to get like all of your stuff back to the way Overwatch 1 was is going to cost gobs and gobs of money to buy up all the battle passes and all the bullshit and stuff like that. Which, you know what? It's a it's Overwatch two now. It's, it's a different game, mm-hmm. so you know you can you can do all the gymnastics around that. It's just it's just another thing in the Blizzard and Activision like pincushion and I'm just like Jesus guys like I loved Overwatch I played a lot of it I liked it a whole bunch I thought it was a fun game very well balanced in actually engrossing storyline uh for a MOBA game like it's just like cool you know there's there's cool stuff in characters and then they just kind of dragged it to shit and Overwatch 2 is just another example for it will I play it sure I'll play it I'll check it out it's free might as well do it mm-hmm. but I I just 
I'm not the key demographic anymore. And I think that's maybe what I'm, I'm upset about. It's just like, I'm not, I'm not the one that's going to be shelling out $5 for a skin. Cause I don't give a fuck. I'm going to run in here and just be like, whatever. I'm going to shoot you in the face with my regular colored gun. It's not even going to be rainbow, rainbow and sparkly and you're still going to be dead. And I'm, I'm going to be still $5 richer for not buying that stupid skin. It, I don't know. I, I, I'm not part of that crowd. So I guess that's maybe why I'm mad. You are not the target demographic. I know. Sorry. Jason. I'm old now. I'm old now. You are old. All right, uh, Chris, do you want to do this one? Uh, sure. Is that the uh... the UO yep. one? Yep. Uh, so UO Ultima Online is now twenty five years old <laughs> and still going. One of the first MMOs to come out. Um, that's insane. Twenty five years. Um, and so part of the thing, if you've been around it for twenty five years, you get a special shield. <laughs> I just love that they're like, hey, have a shield. Yeah. There's your here's your gold watch. <laughs> yeah. Twenty five years of service. Um and so some things that the people have been kind of reminiscing about some stories, some someone used to work for it, uh and it became a game manager, GM or whatever kind of guy and like and so they ended up having an issue with people duping items where there was kind of an area where you could just do like a little chest to kind of duplicate items. And so they kind of figured out a way where they could, like, kind of have, like, almost invisible ink. So they, only for them, like the devs, could see that that was a duped item. Or kind of show a different color to them, but not to the actual people. So people had no idea they were being tracked. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll just, like, get rid of them. And they're like, oh, just, we'll just do all the duplicate items at once. Like, But they're like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that because that would cause, like, a lot of harm. Because, you know, innocent people are buying these items that people duping and selling and stuff like that and be kind of massive kind of thing like maybe we shouldn't do that so they're like well oh, okay we'll kind of think about something and then well we you know they... arson is always an option yes <laughs> so what they ended up doing was so they timed it where the servers were kind of down for maintenance and so right before they came back up they would ban the people that were kind of selling these duplicate items that had like these massive amounts of making them like real money off of them and so they banned them like right before so they couldn't even and then they would go to the house set this thing where it basically delete the house and then pop it in a spot where it was the same size it was just like some rubble and some fire like you turn a fire and then there'd be like a scarecrow in the middle being like that's what you get fuckers because <laughs> <laughs> great so, an option. <laughs> so they basically just burned down their house and got rid of all the items that they had like stored there and all the vendors who go on buying and apparently get the fuck out of our servers. <laughs> <laughs> they timed it right I where s- so they couldn't even kind of figure it out and go on like a figure out like a way to go on alt track their stuff out before it was all gone. And I saw burned. that article at lunch when you shared it and I just started laughing to myself. <laughs> like, this is fucking awesome. So good. So good. <laughs> like that's it feels so good. Come up and uh, kudos to them for going. For going, no, 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 we can't just delete the items. Like people paid money for this and we feel really bad for them and they and they're using them. These are these mm-hmm. are good people that had no idea. Well, right, presumably right. had no idea. I'm pretty certain a lot of them knew what they were doing. But like they may or may not have known that these were duplicates. And it's like you feel bad, you know, taking those mm-hmm. items away from them. They didn't they didn't do the duplicating. That's that's the bad part. Yeah. Is the selling of the drugs. Like that's the really, really bad part is selling them. 
Just, and also, it's not illegal to to be high. <laughs> it's illegal to get caught getting high. That's the difference. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so the fact that they're just like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just kill all the drug dealers. <laughs> 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 I love it. It's great. Wish <laughs> you burn down their houses. <laughs> yeah, burn down their burn down their meth labs. Kill the drug dealers. <laughs> Boat them off of the servers. You know we can just do that. Yeah. All right. Last but not least on news, E3 has finally announced their plans for next year. And thank God they're much better than we thought they were going to be. Yes. <laughs> uh, because the fact they were bringing in an outside company that was like doing conventions and stuff like that. Like, it's like, it's not a con. It's an industry thing. They just need somebody that knows how to actually run something better. But they need to make it so that it's still industry. So the great thing is they're going to do two full days of industry only. One mixed day. And they're adding in a fourth day that will be for public only. So mm-hmm. all the public people with the with the public passes can get in and do it. And I, I think that's a it's a good like mixed or happy medium between everything. You still get two full days where if you're in the industry, you can walk around the floor, you can do everything. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not like being pushed upon or anything like that by people. You'll be able to see the games you need to get to your meetings easily, stuff like that. And then you can decide whether you want to be there for that third day or not. Well, I mean, no, that what that tells me is that you set up all the meetings for the third day. Because yeah. my favorite thing mm-hmm. was back in the day, because our third day was t- typically lighter, was then we'd finally be able to walk around and be like, see all the new shit. And be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is kind of cool. We'd like to talk to you about this. Like the smaller people and or peripherals that were just like not highlighted like crazy and stuff like that. I mean, that's how we found Bra Hall at that one time. Yeah. It's just like when we were just like, oh, yeah, and shit like that. It's just like. Now. Yeah, it's then just, it like, just that's hey, this the real small fun. thing that's... on some profile booth that is like right. And we're just like, like a what the hell is this game? Too. Oh, uh, that's my game. I'm here to work for the peripheral people, but I'll tell you about my game. Yeah, this is so great. Please do. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear all about this game. Anyway, the, I mean, that, I like that stuff. So I mean, now that may be like the second day type thing. Where it's just like, yeah, you get all your first uh, news out of the way. Second day is you're exploring. Obviously, you're still going to have meetings, but I mean, if you can keep that one light, that wouldn't be too bad. And then your mixed day, have that meeting heavy. Like the less time you can spend on the mm-hmm. floor, the better. And then, honestly, if you're a good businessman, like we are not, uh, you're still there the fourth day and you're just behind doors somewhere else. But um, I I, I do like this format a lot better, Uh, you know, not having to push past people that have no idea or any... Any restraint tact, or tact, yeah, it needs tact. Yeah. They just don't they, like that's the big thing. It's just like because I'm fine with sharing. It's not like it's some exclusive club. It's not a big deal. But it's just like if we're trying to film, if we're trying to talk to someone, don't shove, push, do whatever and stuff like that. Don't open random doors. Don't steal shit. Like it's just like stop it. Like go get that psychiatrist, man. You need you need some help. <laughs> and they have talked about making like entire halls and areas for just industry, yep. no matter what. So like uh I forget it's not the south, it's like the central hall mm-hmm. that you have that's just but, off of this that's just off of the oh, West the Hall. Concourse, yeah. Yeah, the concourse, that's it. Yeah. That like something like that where the concourse it would be for industry only. Um hopefully they've like, because that one primarily was industry only, anyways. Like anybody that, that walked in there with a gamer pass had no idea what the fuck to do in the area because there's it was just straight up just 
closed rooms after closed mm-hmm. rooms all the time. There would still be people like Jason was saying, but they just walk in, just open doors. Um, and I mean, we did that, but we also had meetings. <laughs> so we'd walk up and we'd be like, well, it's three thirty-five. We've been out here for five minutes. I guess we'll see. And then we walk mm-hmm. in, we're like, "Hey!" <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I, I'm I'm hoping that this continues to trend forward in that way. That should be good. All right, we're through news. So we did it. Let's move on to Vidimo games. Uh, Vidimo games. Would like to go first, uh, Chris. You got a few because you've been playing a yeah. whole bunch of games. I have a few that I'm going to be quick about. Eric, do you have a whole bunch? I got a couple. One one that was a review oh, copy that, that I got to talk about. All right. Well, I, I don't mean, have one's a review Genshin, copy. So it's not really that big. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's yeah we talked about we, Genshin we, a lot too. We did Genshin pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be really quick with mine because none of mine are review copies. And I only have one that I beat. So uh, let me burp real quick first. And no burping. Uh, first, first and foremost, I jumped into Disney Dreamlight Valley. You know, I was just like, I, I love Animal Crossing because I play it. I'm like, why not? Let's check it out. First of all, their uh, way that they decided to support a widescreen on a monitor was absolute bullshit. Abs- it looked like dog shit. It was just stretching. It was all that they did, but they didn't even like, oh. stretch anything else. Mm. They stretched it like UI and everything. So it was just like, it looked like mud right away. So I was already kind of pissed. And the the pacing of it is is literally baby's first video game. It was just like, <sighs> oh my God, let me like do anything. Like let me through whatever. And I thought Animal Crossing was bad. And how they just like how I can't help with you a little bit. You can sell stuff to make money. Oh, surprising. It's just like, hey, if you talk to people, you might, you know, learn something about them. And you go over here, you can pick stuff up. You know, if you know stuff. It's things and things are good. And things make everyone happy. And here's the happiest place where we are trying to remember all of our memories that are happy times. <laughs> just like, I just wanted to know what kind of rock this was. You didn't have to go into like a 15 like minute <laughs> speech about memories here, buddy. But uh, story. Hey, rocks have memories. <laughs> it was just, it was unplayable to me. I, I, I was annoyed, bored immediately and didn't even like want to to continue at all. Like my motivation was just like not there. The idea of building these worlds with Disney uh, uh, characters just has me, doesn't feel like I have a lot of control over it. Like, it's just like, yeah, of course, build up whatever you want, you know, design and decorate your your room and put up these lands and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to like put Moana in like, you know, full goth attire in Tim Burton and stuff like that and mm-hmm. something like that. So it's just like, you don't have a lot of control. I'm over definitely not happy about that. I know, right? So I it, it, it was just, it looked ugly. I didn't like it very very like i don't like this is going to sound weird because i know games are predominantly very male forward like obviously call of duty they're not making these advertisements for these games for women shocker i know i'm I'm blowing a lot of your minds right now even though women are welcome to play that's all i'm trying to say this game's just like that too but it is very much just like you're a girl right like you're a girl like you like but you're a girl right like not even like like you could be like totally gay and like into this stuff and that's totally fine too, but they were very much like no you're a girl like like the cutscenes all this stuff like that I was just like that's a girl like I picked the guy like with that was a girl they was just like don't worry about it you're you're still a girl don't worry. but you can you can be a guy but you're you're a girl you're a girl it was weird it was weird and that's how he weird did all this localization stuff. at that point then yeah. dude it's super weird and how he did a lot of this stuff it was just like 
they went out of their way because it's not like the game's overly complex or overly graphical or anything like that. Like it wouldn't have been that hard to just put my character in the screen or what I just picked out to be part of the cutscene. And I'm talking about beginning game stuff. It's just like, why would they not just take the extra two seconds to be like, those shoes go there, not this, not this pair of shoes. Like it's just like it was weird stuff like that. It was just like, oh, okay, that, that's it made me not feel like that I'm player part of this game. Anyway, I digress, played it for five minutes, absolutely hated it not my cup of tea like animal crossing love animal crossing this one wasn't for me um i then uh spent a, lo- a little little time playing iudin chronicle rising um it is uh, uh i have that downloaded and still haven't started playing it yet but i have it and i, I keep looking at it and i'm like do i want to start a jrpg it is super <laughs> beautiful it totes the line of jrpg it, did you ever play like uh, uh valkyrie chronicle uh back yep. in the day well, uh, it's very close to that. I feel like where it's just like it's not so like your RPG elements, your your battles are not like turn based by any way, shape, or form, except for like larger battles. And then it's more of like your button presses of what you're doing to build build off combos. So it's not like you're selecting someone like, hey, you uh, do this attack and all that stuff like that. You have to do like, all right, if I want to do a heavy attack with this character, I have to go square, triangle. And then the third attack with that character will be a heavy attack. And so you have to like memorize like button combos of what you're wanting to build up on. And certain button combos will be better about other things. Um, Very pretty game. Very pretty game um the storyline's okay so far i haven't gotten too far into it um very repetitive of what you're going back around for for the first hour or two it opens up a little bit more after the very long intro um but unvoiced obviously it's small small game and all that stuff like that um but the the storyline is just i don't care and the game's at least fun to play but i'll leave it at that because there's enough here for it to be enjoyable the sequel's coming out here very soon which uh, prompted me to play this one because I was like, ah, it's a very pretty game. I wouldn't mind playing it some more. So there's something to be there. Um, you do run into a magical girl. She does the trope immediately fantastically well. So I at least had fun with that. Nice. I mean, that's that's nice. She does she does the trope. That's <laughs> that's that's what's necessary. That's what we want. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. She's got to be over the top magical girl if she's going to be magical girl. And it's just like, yeah, you're a giant magical girl and you're a huge fucking brad so perfect, perfect. <laughs> um i will say i will say that my my biggest surprise was uh a, a kickstarter game called the the procession to calvary Cal, uh, calvary and it is oh, about yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a warrior in the great holy war um winning the war and uh, the war ending all she wants to do is kill more people and so the rulers are just like, hey, you know, war's over. You can't kill any more people. She's just like, well, did you kill the the last boss? And he's like, no, I didn't kill the last boss. And he's like, well, would you want the last boss dead? And he's just like, well, yeah, that'd be nice. And she's like, mission accepted. I'm going to go kill the last boss. So um, the whole Very thing- different than the road to Calgary, which is, they it was the maple wars, and they mined all the maple out of the trees. And they're like, hey, did you mine the maple out of the great tree? And they're like, no. And you're like, would you mm-hmm. like it? <laughs> <laughs> so the the thing that's interesting about it, it's a point and click adventure, 100% just uh, puzzles and, you know, moving around and interacting with characters and talking to them and fit, solving their adventures to, to move on through. Very short game, was able to beat pretty much everything in two hours, maybe closer to four, um, just because I played over a few different plates because it was so funny. 
um, is very much a, a, a comedy. It doesn't take any part of it serious. And it is pretty much done 100% with, uh, um, uh, oh God, what is it called? It was off the tip of my tongue. Dominion Free. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Potential? No, 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 no. Where all the, the like, when it's been around for so long, it's now public domain. There it is. Public domain. Uh, everything was public domain, art and music. So it's with all oh, these great classical pieces of art uh, from like the Renaissance period uh, and uh, uh, with music, classical music and stuff like that. So everything's done with public domain stuff and it's all animated, very cr crazy, crudely. Think like, you know, the cutscenes in Monty Python where you'd have like the oh, God, and God like yeah. speaking. It's 1000% like that, um, where it's just like all just like clip art with like major art pieces and stuff like that. So it's pure comedy and dry comedy and breaking the fourth wall over the place and murder if you want or not and all kinds of stuff like that. Smacking people. My favorite thing was that you could always smack people and they would have interesting things to say about that. Um, and again, short game, fun game, bloody game if you want it to be. Like, it's just like, holy shit, this is very bloody. Um, but uh, uh, very short. And with I mean, alone, Renaissance the art, that would, that would not surprise me then at that point. Well, I mean, just like the stuff that you would do <laughs> to the... Oh, yeah, no, oh, I'm just saying, one... like, Renaissance art, though, it's like, like that like stick with that aesthetic yeah like blood lots blood. of blood i mean there's this <laughs> yep. one scene where you you're walking through a field and it's one of these pieces of art I, i'm not an art guru so i can't like plot off what the artist was or the scene was but it was just literally a scene of a bunch of people being crucified and they are all just screaming bloody murder so the whole thing you're just walking through this like scene like in the game it's just like like constantly <laughs> and like everyone's just like you're talking to is just like oh, i love the birds right now and shit like that and it's just like that's you can't hear anything <laughs> except for them all screaming um but doesn't take it to itself too seriously a lot of fun ridiculous well the crucifixion okay so now i'm pulling it up the procession to calvary is a painting too oh yeah so and, and it, it it's is her the procession it's, of calvary the main, is i'm yeah. pretty sure the procession of calvary is the main character is really the, the procession of calvary is uh i believe it's the crucifixion of christ oh maybe so oil, yeah, oil on panel by uh netherlandish renaissance artist peter bruegel the elder of christ carrying the cross set in a large landscape so the the crucifixions that totally makes sense now mm -hmm. <laughs> totally makes sense. there's definitely there's definitely a lot of fucked up shit but it was fun it was entertaining uh totally original storyline there's no actual historic value to any of this stuff was on game pass it was it's no longer on game pass but uh, uh, um, oh it's one of the ones that dropped in september um uh, but it was a lot of fun I, I enjoyed it it was goofy and silly so i mean i i would i would definitely give it a solid eight eight out of ten just because it's a short little fun game and doesn't take anything too seriously so i won't take it too seriously either it's a lot of fun <laughs> all right uh i'll go next since uh chris has more games than me uh obviously we talked about genshin i played genshin venti's back yay you've got faster uh version of uh of razor yay uh one of the things that i will talk about though is they did some really cool stuff with the sand animations in the area and like the way that the movements of your characters interact with the sand completely is done extremely well in the newer area so every character like if you want to watch their footwork as they do it, you can track their footwork in their footprints in the sand and not just footprints. Like when a character drags a foot or or drops a knee down to the ground, all that information like 
transposes into the sand and you can see all the movements in there, especially like spins and everything like that. You can track it all throughout the sand, which is really cool. I, we actually did that for like, when I was streaming it, uh, we did it for like a solid 10 minutes. We pulled out different characters just to watch their footwork and see the differences between them. And some of the ones that like you never notice, like that they drop down to one knee and then make a swipe with it and then like do like an upward strike or something like that. So it was really cool to see that. Hmm. Uh, and then then you get characters like Kokomi, who just sits there and keeps like floating backwards, shooting off water balls. And you just end up with like dainty footprint, dainty footprint. <laughs> dainty footprint behind because she just floats <laughs> that one i chuckled at uh but like even my wife came in and i was showing her i was like check this out she's like wow that's pretty cool like you just see all the footprint or all the foot movements which was awesome oh look we're being raided by bulldog Yay. <laughs> Yay. welcome in raiders thank you for the raid bulldog uh we were probably about 20 minutes away from raiding into you <laughs> <laughs> But welcome in. Uh, okay, so uh, beyond Genshin, though, I did uh, actually devote quite a bit of time on stream to Construction Simulator that we got oh my from God. our good friends at Home Run That's VR. right. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this. The first two play sessions were kind of a slog. Um, controlling a lot of, like, the, especially the track-based construction vehicles is a pain in the ass because through the setup of controls, you will use WASD, you will use arrow pads, you will use the number pads on your 10 key and your mouse in order to move various pieces and everything like that throughout the game. Um, they, it takes a lot of getting used to the controls and everything like that, what part raises and lowers varying articulating pieces. And it makes sense that it takes so much with it because there's so many working parts in there. Um, it kind of makes me want to like just have like, a two joystick thing like you see in a lot of like the big construction things and be like i'll just use this instead and then i can control everything either with my left hand or my right hand that way a uh, keyboard and mouse is a little hard uh dreams told me that playing with controller is even worse <laughs> she did not <laughs> oh, recommend man. it at all <laughs> she's like I i'm, tried a, I'm it actually for like surprised 10 minutes and said no <laughs> i'm actually really well, surprised by that i would have figured that I, it maybe would have been better i would have thought so and realistically, like the movements of all those things is not too bad on the keyboard. The worst thing is trying to drive a uh, like a semi or a dump truck or a cement truck on open roads and possibly obey the streets like the street laws. But you only have full throttle or nothing. <laughs> That's it when you're <laughs> playing it on a keyboard. So that part's a little tough. Um, but beyond that, it was fun getting through the slog of completing through the main story quest and whatnot to oh, to unlock multiplayer. Well worth it. Uh, this game really is a lot more fun with another person, <laughs> especially okay. when you're talking like big ass projects like building an apartment complex, oh repaving an entire repaving an entire road, uh, things like that much easier and more fun to do with a second person one person operates this you guys coordinate with what it is that you're going to do or even like a third or a fourth person um so highly recommend that like just play through learn how to control the different pieces and then just look at this as like a fun thing to play with your friends uh it's it's definitely a lot more fun uh especially if you just don't take it seriously if one person takes it seriously though and everybody else 
is not, you're going to have <laughs> major problems. I swear. <laughs> you get that oh, one man. person that's like, no, 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 no shenaniganry. <laughs> and I did when we were doing it, like dreams kept messing around. Like when we were doing the, the pumping for concrete and at one point I'm like, okay, you need to stop doing that. Cause I really don't want to make another trip to the concrete plant. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're at like 85% filled on this. I don't want to make one more trip just cause you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that though, it's like, you're like placing things in different areas. Uh, we did one of the drawbacks for that is that it is hard to like, it is hard to do other parts of the job while somebody else is still doing like part like step two. So if you're on step two of it and you look ahead and you're like, okay, well, we're going to need this like lumber or, you know, this equipment to come over here from, uh, for step three, you could go ahead and start getting that together. But then when you get to the, you get to the construction site, you look around and you're like, where am I supposed to put it? Because there's a very specific place that you're supposed to place everything when you do it. And you're just like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't see any of like the spots mm-hmm. to do it because it doesn't highlight them for you until you've completed step two completely. Oh, so geez. that's that was a bit of a problem. Uh, another problem is that routinely with uh, the backhoes, we did get them stuck a few times. So much so that like, they knew that this was going to be a problem. There's a reset button for anything. You just hit reset and automatically move it to an area just outside of the construction area. And then you just move it back into position. Um, but beyond that, it's it's fun. It's got some issues, obviously. It's it, it, All the simulators have issues for it. Um, but they do a good job of, of making it meticulous, but not making it so meticulous that it's unplayable. Like if you're if you're paving a whole parking area you don't have to flatten every single square inch perfectly there's a a degree of imperfection that is allowed where it just hits a hundred percent and then it just completes it it's like you're done don't worry about it you don't have to worry about like doing this exactly perfect for it so they did a good job of making it so that it's it's more accessible and less like stuck in the weeds for playing the game um i played quite a bit of it <laughs> on stream uh i think good enough that i can give it a score um it's gonna be weighted because obviously it's a simulator not everybody's for a sim so this is weighted on a sim game and it'll be an eight out of ten it's very playable okay. highly recommend <laughs> highly recommend that if you if you like simulation games like this is a good one to pick up for it uh, and it's definitely a lot, it has a lot more going for it than a lot of the other ones that you can find out there because of so much different, uh, so much different, uh, machinery that you actually get to use and they're all pretty true to life and you get different brands too. So if you want it, you want to be a good old American and only buy cat and Mac, you can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can start off as both, uh, EU and American. And then when you play, uh, when you play multiplayer, it doesn't matter what nationality you're in. Construction yes. is universal. Everybody highly recommend though. Uh, if you, if you love, if you love any simulator, especially like farming Sims and stuff like that for it, highly recommend picking it up. It's like <laughs> big giant Legos, but then also playing in dirt. Without that dirt <laughs> and feel. that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I put I put a lot of I put a good amount of time into that game in Genshin, <laughs> so that's about it for it. Nice. All right, Chris, you had a bunch of games that you were playing. So yeah. let's go ahead I and get from this get this being wagon a wall to playing a lot and some review copies too. Or review preview ish. Um so one game I did play the demo for the Entropy Center, which comes out November second, I think, is when it releases. That sounds right. Um but it's, yeah, right before Extra Life Game Day. Yep. Um, if you ever played Portal, you'd be familiar with this game. Um, instead of making portals, your gun makes can rewind time. So by about up to thirty seconds. So you kind of song puzzles with your gun that has a little AI assistant that talks to you. Um, so that's where it doesn't kinda, scream at you like <laughs> Rick and Morty does it. No. <laughs> okay good so it's a little more tense. it just kind of chips in a little bit here and has some kind of humor in there to it so rather than having some lady talk to you over a loudspeaker it's your gun kind of to learn some of that stuff and you're on like this moon base where you're this kind of worker that's supposed to solve these pulls to generate entropy to try to save the earth and but nobody's there you kind of don't remember anything and you're just trying to find everything. Everything's kind of overgrown and kind of crumbling a little bit, and you're trying to go through. And are you a box-shaped robot with treads? No, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> should be. Yes. <laughs> but you start on the moon base, not on Earth. You're not Wally. Oh, uh, well, that's... but there are. Looks like there's some box-shaped robots that, on the trailer at least. Uh, not in the demo that might gonna be friends or enemies and but it's very much portal vibes uh, so it's it's fun it's intriguing some of the puzzles were pretty good the demo last was about an hour so it's some good playthrough with that so I'm really looking forward to that one um I did also play some Gundam Evolution with Bulldog Bulldog Omega um we so raided into familiar- us again <laughs> yep, and so if you're familiar with Overwatch, it's Overwatch with Gundams. It's free. It's free to play, um, so it's pretty fun. Um, so you get choose through different kind of Gundams, kind of run through that uh, as your kind of different kind of roles. Um, like I like this one where you can drop down a turret, and the turret stays up even if you die. They have to actually kill the turret. Uh, so this one time when I was dead and waiting to respawn, my turret actually got me a two kill streak. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting here in the respawn. I'm like, oh, kill, oh, kill. Two it kills might be the like, only two kill cool. streak that I got the entire time, but that was my turret. <laughs> that skill. I mean, oh, I mean, I think my highest kill streak in my entire playthrough was maybe like eight or. Um, so I, I hey, it's it's all about the placement. But, like you put it in a good placement, yeah. so you know that works. So and then we can also do some kind of repairs and stuff like that, but. But yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It's free, so might as well. So I was like, yeah, might as well download, try it out with you. I had fun with it. Um, it's good playing with friends. Um, then getting into some my review copy games. Um, did get a review for Destiny's Sword, which was just the first mission so far, as it's kind of building up to launching out in early access, I believe. Uh, but that's best way I could describe it is kind of like a visual novel type game, sci-fi. Uh, so you're a commander, so you have your team, 
and your private protectorate. So in this first mission, there's on this planet there's kind of like a bunch of protests going on, and maybe some kind of rebels in there trying to kind of start some shit. Because as you know, in protests, there's some people rebels to, starting shit. No, starting to infiltrate those Never. peaceful protests and start Never. some shit. Um, kind of make it kind of worse than it necessarily has to be. Um, <laughs> and so the kind of security forces, which I think seem to be like corporate security forces on there, are not doing such. They're kind of overwhelmed a little bit, and they're not treating everything kind of good. They're kind of dicks. Um, and so you're kind of coming to help, and as you're kind of talking through some of the stuff, you also kind of hear like your guys also refer to them as secure dorks, secure dicks. Like so, <laughs> you know, there's there's not so that good, um, but as you kind of get down there, you're going through. Um, kind of run some of these protests and you can kind of handle different kind of ways do you like hey no you're allowed to be peaceful protest and we're not here for that we're here just to kind of make sure everything's kind of going safe and help everything kind of along make sure you know secure dicks aren't getting out of hand either um, make your, make sure your dicks are secure <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> or you can be uh. a dick yourself and just be like no Razor weapons kind of get the fuck out of here. But there are some, like, terrorist activity going on, too, as, you know, kind of using some of the protests that's kind of cover and kind of, kind of with some subs, you know, have that some combat there where you can kind of make choices there. And also, as you kind of deal with your team as well, you kind of talk to them, kind of learn the different traits. Like, there's one girl who's really just kind of just wants to fucking kill and go... And it's kind of aggressive, but then you also kind of learn some other personal issues too. Like you have one of your teams you kind of learned is kind of does a lot of drugs, so you got to kind of deal with that. One person's kind of got some depression, kind of stuff that, so you kind of working through these kind of different kind of issues as you these people are actually kind of humans. Um, but it's pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to get some more time on that one. Um, but that's Destiny Sword. Another one was Heart of Myriad. Um, which that one is an RTS, a voxel based RTS with oh, where you're, yeah. so you're kind of like this, like wizard and then you got your kind of base. Um, it's not micromanaged. So you start out with your base, you got your little wizard tower and then there's little different kind of places where you kind of, um, can put your buildings. So it'd be like, all right, this can either be like storage for mining. This can be a house or like a blacksmith kind of type of building or this is like a tower this is a defense area or this is this is your barracks your archery um and those are at set locations but you can kind of drag those within your base area um and then you just kind of build up your army there's sometimes you can have like little areas where you can set like a certain type of soldier type to go to defend uh, but if you get attacked, otherwise they'll just be like an old tent and you kind of move that tent around your voice area. And if you get attacked, they'll just go and I'll back and defend. Uh, so you don't, so again, you're not micromanaging that. Um, if you go attack another base, you just kind of go over, kind of hit, we're going to attack. And then you can select how many units you want of the different types to go. And then 
you have control over their formation, which is basically, hey, attack these things, these people or these buildings don't, and you can unselect things like so. When first acting, I pretty much just deselect everything except for defensive, as far as structure wise, because for defensive structures and the mage tower, because those are the ones that are going to fight back. Um, and then they just kind of go and you don't have to kind of worry about they'll fight and then you can set whether they flee or not but other than that it's just not kind of mark managed it's pretty fun so far I've been enjoying my time with it uh, they do have map better and the kind of version I have right now kind of just basically like first few missions uh, they don't have the skirmish yet uh, but it's one to look forward to kind of more as well uh, I'm really kind of enjoying my time and then Finally, we I got a early preview code for Marauders, um, which is just launched this week and out in early access. Uh, but if you ever played Escape from Tarkov, it's that but in space. Um, it was say, yeah, this one's Tarkov in space, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so you kind of before you go and like you're in the kind of main menu area, you got your shop where you can sell things or buy gear. It every like 15 minutes or so swap out with a new kind of vendor with some new stuff you can buy um you can craft stuff with the materials you got and as you kind of level up that's how you, you can use that to unlock different recipes uh, so you can build different kind of gear uh, you got inventory so you can set your gear before you go out and then and there's some daily kind of contracts you can accept to you know get some money some experience and then as you kind of go out you get into like this randomized world with because there's like a terraformer there's like a mine uh a prison and a naval base hmm. and you kind of come up and you're in like your little ship and you can get bigger ships as you kind of unlock them and kind of craft them but you kind of basically should be go you got a little turret on there you kind of fly through and then you can attack other player ships um you got escape pods so you can kind of board those other ships as well or if you're in your ship you can actually go into the, the space station or kind of building go out there fight against uh nbc people there trying to defend the area um and against other players who are trying to loot as well get in there loot grab your shit get out um <laughs> and escape through like a jump gate kind of thing in there so how but, big are the the ships that you're attacking onto? Are they like fairly large, or is it very much just like, hey, there's like really three areas you need to get through? And they're, like, they're is, there any, is there any like is there any stealth or like hidden aspect to this, or is it just like you know you're going to be running and gunning the second you get in there? Um, so usually when you kind of first get in there, you're not running into necessarily anyone as you kind of go through your ship's airlock into the place. You're like, okay, I'm not immediately going to get fired upon. Normally, unless there's another player kind of sitting there, kind of waiting for you. Um, but you'll eventually kind of find like either an NPC or a player fairly quickly. Um, just kind of go through, but you can kind of kind of sneak around. Um, obviously, as you if you kind of crouch, you're being a lot more quiet. Uh, as you kind of hear some the footsteps and all that kind of shit, which is footsteps are pretty loud, or <laughs> hearing gunshots going off because. Um, and you kind of go through and. But, I mean, I've enjoyed my time with it so far. I think I got about a little over eight hours in this weekend. Um, on between Sunday morning, Saturday, 
um, on stream. I think I did like six hours of stream on it. Uh, playing with a couple buddies. It's fun with buddies, with friends. Uh, playing solo, you, you can do it, but it's not as fun. Because obviously, multiplayer is always better with friends. Especially when yes. you're so you have to play. Do you have to play with randos, or can can you uh, solo uh, loot? You, you can solo. Oh, okay. You can solo, or you, uh, you could possibly join up with a random crew. I never did a random crew. I just either soloed or with friends. Um, so, and the way you can kind of like join up with your friends is you make a crew, um, and you can set like a password name and password for that, and then you can just go search and then enter that password and join your crew. Um, so that's kind of easy way to kind of do it. But it's it's fun so far. It's early access, so I mean it's not perfect. Uh, I think there might be some balancing some stuff they need to do, um, and just kind of bug fix it. It's running on Unreal Engine four. Um, as it did kind of crash on me once, so it did, did hey, UE4 crash report. Um, so there potential there for them to eventually possibly upgrade to Unreal Engine 5. Um, so should be kind of they nice. could be uh, they could be uh, they could have that on their roadmap even before it actually launches too. Then yeah, because uh, the UE4 to UE5 switch isn't too bad. Um, that bring in some improvements as well bars graphical wise and that's fun i've i've been enjoying my time with it but yeah so that's pretty much all i've gotten for the most part i did play a little bit of fifa 23 uh just because <laughs> why not why not it's been a while since i played a fifa game because you're a soccer boy yep and with game pass you get like an ea play like base subscription so you get 10 hours of gameplay before you have to actually buy the game so i haven't paid for it yet so i can still play for up to 10 hours and Get some enjoyment out of it. Uh, one of the things, so I did create an own player to start a career with. And so one of the things in the career mode with your own kind of player is, so you can do up like three different training sessions a week to kind of level up your character, get some experience points, get perks, and kind of spend in like different kind of skill trees and different kind of areas that kind of boost your stats up. Um, with that, you get like you know, your paycheck, which you can... There's two things you can spend that you can buy stuff. Like one thing's like a trampoline, which will kind of give you a training boost and help you jumping a little bit. Uh, you can buy frivolous shit that doesn't really help you out, but gives you like certain ego points, I guess, that you could try to build your character up. Um, like or dance lessons, kind of different stuff like that. There's investments where you can drop some money on that could also wait, wait, that will eventually kind of make lessons? you money. Yeah, that's one that are the ones you can kind of get. There's investments. So, I mean, you spend a lot of money, but we'll make money off it. Um, one of which is investing in the esports team. Can't you play as Ted, Ted Lasso's team now, too? Yes. So, they do have AFC Richmond from... Uh, yeah, so from... Pope from the show, Ted Lasso. Um, and you can actually have Ted Lasso be your coach. And, well, so... And, <laughs> In addition to like the investment and you no, know, just kind of buying stuff, you can also there's another one where it is like it's kind of like speech kind of thing, like a um, so like the first thing you do is as you kind of join the team is and each one kind of gives you kind of different kind of area for like your character's personality traits, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, one is become hey. Better watch out, team. Hasn't come for gun for your spot, kind of like egotistical, kind of maverick kind of thing. Um, another one is, 
hey, I'm really looking forward to kind of working with you guys, kind of being like a kind of team player, kind of good guy. Um, and then the other one is, hey, glad to be here. Got to go. Don't have time to waste on this bullshit Nico train. <laughs> Work needs to be done. Don't have time to really be dealing with the press conference kind of stuff. This so. bullshit and ego train. I love it. <laughs> uh, there's also another free game I download called Omega Strikers, which best way I can describe that is like a MOBA Rocket League kind of thing. So it's basically kind of like Rocket League, like soccer. We got like three players um, for each team and you can have special abilities. You can hit the other team's players as well to kind of beat them up and try to knock them out or kind of knock them out of the arena or just kind of like stun them for a while as you try to score goals and stuff like that. I played a couple rounds of that. It's kind of fun, but that's about it. All right. Productive a week, lot of games. Man. Productive week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Productive couple of weeks going there. Yeah. yeah. All right. All the games. And well, that's it. Next fest, so that'll be even more demos. Oh God, that's okay. right. Seem next next fest started. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk about that on the next last one, night. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us for I Beat It First podcast. Uh, we've gone through everything that we had and then some. Uh, talked about about being consensual with everything too. So make sure that you have yes. consensual labor, everyone. <laughs> but uh, we know that you have uh, the chance to choose which podcast you listen to. In which case, you may have chosen the wrong one, but that's okay. We're still here for you. Uh, you can find us at ibetafirst.com, which is our main website, uh, and you can go to ibif.co, which will lead you to all of our web or all of our podcasts that we have. All three of them. We have ibet at first, cutscene, and patch notes. Cutscene is our anime watch along podcast. Podcast. And Pat's Notes is where we talk with video game developers about what makes them tick. Like, you know, th- you want to talk about the video game, but yeah. really we want to talk to the developer about them as well and what their what their whole process is and why it is that they're doing this and why they're so passionate about it. Because, I mean, let's be honest, dealing with the internet, you got to be real fucking passionate about the game that you're making in order to make it because otherwise you're just going to hate every single fucking moment of it. Uh, but... You can find us. Uh, we do live stream, uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, twitch.tv slash first, uh, where you can watch us play our games as well as watch the podcasts uh, Monday or Tuesday nights, depending on when we've got things that push things out for it. But we do definitely do them weekly so that you can uh, watch us and laugh at us yeah i'm pretty sure you're just laughing at yeah. us it's perfectly fine you can also find us uh facebook i beat it first com twitter i beat it first instagram i beat it first uh, and that is where you will find everything we're primarily more active on twitter than any of the other ones for it and even that's kind of a stretch as far as what the word active <laughs> means <laughs> but but you can't find us at, on twitter as well uh <laughs> Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, find us there. You can also email us, uh, Jason, Eric, Chris, eat a dick at ibeatafirst.com. Anything that you send will consensual go at ibeatafirst.com. Consensual, yes, consensual labor at ibeatafirst.com will definitely get you there as well. Uh, but that will get to all of us, and we would definitely love to hear from you. If you have any questions, you want to just tell us that we're a bunch of jerks, you know, whatever it is that, that you feel like is necessary, you can do that. Uh, you can also follow us on our charity efforts. We do have Extra Life Game Day coming up on November 5th where we will be doing 24 hours straight of gaming. Probably see a lot of delirium at roughly about the 22 hour mark for us. 
but uh, please, you know, join us there. If you can't join us on that day, you can always uh, donate for us, uh, donate with us uh, by going to uh, our Extra Life page. And it's extra life or charity.ibeatitfirst.com, right, Jason? Ibeatitfirst.com slash charity. Ah, oh, there we go. Damn it. Slash charity. Ibeatitfirst.com slash charity in order to get to our Extra Life setup. Uh, we also have the first charity throne account uh, where 100% of the items that you purchase, they don't ship to us. They ship directly to Phoenix Children's Hospital. Uh, there's tons of stuff on there for kids age infant to 18 because children are people up to 18 years old everybody like you you think about it and you're like you're like 16 year old that should be going to a regular doctor no they still go to pediatricians and they still go to pediatric hospitals and they get stuck there just the same as everybody else but they don't want you know a winnie the pooh stuffed animal they want something else so you're going to find some things like gift cards and stuff like that on there but definitely everything that you can help with the better uh, they have funny money and monopoly money that they give to the kids when they when they have to spend time in the hospital where they go into a store and buy things for it uh, and they just let them get anything that's in there so definitely uh, if you have the ability to do that go to throne.ibatefirst.com or ibatefirst.com slash throne and you can donate on our charity throne account you can also just do exclamation point charity or exclamation point throne in our twitch chat in order to get information for all of those pieces as well but we hope to see everybody on november 5th for extra life game day uh we are going to have quite a few things set up for it chris is working on a lot of stuff with some people but we'll share some more information as that comes out but without further ado we can't end any podcast without chris bye Oh my god. Oh my god. The yip at the end.